Welcome to the Tiara's Tears and Triumphs show, a safe place for women to heal and grow, where we discover our value, share our tears as we go through the hard times and rise up as we become empowered to meet our challenges head on. A quick question before we dive into today's show. Do you ever wish you had more confidence to stand up for yourself? And do you wish that you had the courage to face the things that you are scared of? Now, I'm not talking about putting yourself at risk to achieve this. I am talking about being proactive in addressing the challenges. I remember feeling so trapped by what was happening in my life when I was in an abusive relationship that fear overwhelmed me and the loss of self-confidence I felt did a great job of keeping me in the cycle of abuse until things got completely out of control. When I look back, I wish that I had accessed every possible technique and strategy to help me become empowered and regain control over my life. Maybe you can relate to some of this and you too wish you had the resources to help you become strong and empowered enough to get your life back on the right track. That's why I've created a free guide with five tips to gain confidence and courage to deal with the tough stuff. I want you to have useful tips you can implement in your life today to help you get started on the road to recovering control over your life and your choices. To get your free guide, go to sandyj.com.au. It is my privilege and my joy to see women like me regain control over their lives, to be able to move towards the life they have always dreamed of. Now, back to today's show. In this podcast, I want to explore many different paths to a peaceful life, free from abuse and oppression. So I guess what I'm saying is some interviews will speak to you and others may not. Feel free to let me know if there's anything you would like me to explore in future episodes. I am here to support you. Here's a mashup of some highlights from today's episode. Um, We can become the observer. The universe wants to conspire to change your life so that abundance will overflow you and love and good things only. Because the emotion is the conduit. In this precious now moment, you can choose to muster up joy and positivity and belief and hope that something good's going to come. We don't know how, we don't know where, we don't know when, but it's just going to come. And I'm grateful for that because something inside of me wanted that life. So yes, um, dreams do come true. Girls, if we have a dream in our hearts, it's because That is what we were given. That is who we are and blow life into it. Fan the flame, take whatever steps we can toward that which really calls us. Tune in again for the Tiara's Tears and Triumphs podcast, helping women who have been hurt to heal and grow. Hosted by me, Sandy J. This program provides a safe place to work on inner peace 
and a strong mindset, spells out how to spot the red flags, advises on ways to stay safe and work on effective safety planning, gives tips on how to look after you when things are tough, teaches empowerment strategies, acknowledges life's challenges and explores ways to meet these challenges head on to go from surviving to rising to striving and finally to thriving. The show includes interviews with other survivors who have come out the other side who share their stories and insights as well as interviews with therapists and people working in support roles. I am a survivor and I use my experience and skills to help other women like me. Please listen and be uplifted to rise in this safe space where dignity, kindness and compassion are treasured. And don't forget, if you need some support, I am here for you. I don't want any woman to suffer alone in silence. I don't want any woman to feel oppressed and feel that there is no way out. I want you to know that you can turn a corner. I am a life change facilitator. I help women re- Just a caution. If you feel unsafe, at any time, please stop listening. You can come back anytime you are in a safe place to listen to the rest of the podcast. Your safety is the most important thing to consider. Get ready to dive into part two, where we explore seeking the right support, working out who to turn to for advice to get the help you need. And we talk about turning up your light to honour the divine within. We look at why it is so important to change your inner dialogue when it comes to fear and shame. Brent shares about the dark time in his past and how he worked through a passage in time in which he was held captive and his safety was at risk. He shares examples of how he experienced many miracles with supernatural intervention during this time. He explains why it is so important to speak positivity over yourself and your life. And if you believe in God, Pray with this same positivity into all your prayers. I hope that this interview inspires you to rise and shine. You are now listening to part two. Yeah, so, I mean, the practicalities are things like pros and cons lists, because when you're in a state of overwhelm, you can't discern. Um, eventually, you'll learn how in the middle of being overwhelmed, you can learn to become still enough to discern. But that's an art and that requires practicing meditation for just practicality to do a pros and cons list uh, on whatever it is you're facing, whether it's the bills or, or uh, should I stay, should I go, uh, uh, whatever, whatever circumstance pros and cons lists can give us you know, some perspective. Um, I'd also like to add, be really wary where your advice is coming from. Um, Facebook and um, all sorts of places, there's a lot of advice and, we need to ask, is the person giving me advice an expert in that area? Okay, so obviously if you want your car fixed, the mechanic who's been doing it for 35 years and all you hear is good reports, 
he's the one you want the advice from being calm. But we tend to ask advice about things that affect our soul and our entire life path from strangers regularly and friends who, if we look at them, they're dysfunctional messes. And it's the worst place to get advice from. So I ask, measure who is giving you the advice. Because it's so common when we're in despair to get, and even though part of us thinks we're not taking it on, we take it on. And I think, you know, something that uh, one of the messages that I share with regards to that is that I basically advise women to, you know, with those people, when you share with people who are not equipped to help you, what that does is that actually makes you feel disappointed and disillusioned. Yeah, because they haven't given you something back that you were seeking. Yeah, that's right. Because mm-hmm. you're, you're really like seeking to get mm-hmm. some support you're, and the right kind of support. Mm-hmm. And you go to somebody who you think cares, which they yeah. do, they care, but they don't have the experience to give you the support, the right type of support that you need for your situation. So, and, and, and that person may have so much empathy and compassion for you, but no balanced life of their own. And so they start going blah, 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 and feed you all this stuff, feeling like they're doing something, uh, yeah. which yeah, like you're saying is often, yeah. um, uh, one of the common things happens when you talk to someone and, and share your intimate things and you're struggling is they listen and then they almost cut you off and tell you all their problems mm. and then you mm. walk away feeling doubly weighted yeah and that's really difficult i've yeah. been through myself so yeah I, i'm so sure we, that we, we all have <laughs> so we must look to people who we admire because of their you know equilibrium and life in whatever area that may be so that and and it's amazing how many successful balanced uh, people will give you their time yeah uh, that's absolutely right i found that you know time and time again and that is probably you know one of the most important ways that i managed to navigate out of my cycle of abuse is i started reaching up higher and higher for the help that I was seeking. So, and when I started doing that, it empowered me. And that's, that, I think that's a really good indicator for women to know whether they, to help them discern is to see at the end of that conversation that you've had with that person that you've sought advice from, are you feeling more disempowered or are you feeling more empowered with your situation? And that can be a really good compass to know, you know, who to talk to. And when it, when you are left feeling disillusioned and disappointed, let that go and accept that that person was not the right person for you, but that they just keep, acknowledging and reminding yourself that there are people who are equipped and have the experience who can give you the support that you need that's my one of my biggest messages is there is support out there for women they don't have to struggle with the challenges that they're facing on their own no um for for sure I want to address something because the majority of our clients are female 
and they're, they're, a lot of them aren't abused, but mm. they all, nearly all have one situation. And that is, I say to them, when you look in the mirror tomorrow morning, what do you, or what, when you looked in the mirror this morning, even, what did you say to yourself? What did you say about yourself? What did you see? They tend to describe something average or dismal or really negative, but not fabulous, amazing. Mm. Uh, and I, so I just say, hang on a minute, because I've been given a gift to see people's souls. And I can see your soul right now, Sandy. And, and I'm sure I've said things to you before. And there's this is illuminating being. It's like, you know, and I see wings and I see this extraordinary angelic soul. And yet you used to try and convince me, like so many people, that you were less than that. And I just say, look, look in the mirror at this great being, whoever it is that's watching right now, go look in the mirror and have a look past the facade past the dialogue of rubbish you've been telling yourselves all your life or your, your mum told you or your dad told you or whatever cycles that's all get past that because behind it is this divine beautiful soul that has a purpose and it's a unique purpose and you're a unique soul and regardless of what you're externally looking like you might be a bit overweight or whatever that's all rubbish to me because i can see behind that is this great beauty and what happens when you focus on the great beauty within and you realize it every day and you go, I rock fully, I'm fantastic, I'm awesome, and this is not ego, then what happens is you start to glow. And we've seen some uh, females who are what society will term are quite overweight, and yet they glow. They're the most beautiful looking being you've ever seen. So it's not to do with what weight you've got and all that. It's your glow, your inner glow. Turn up your light. You know, that's what we have to do. Turn up the light, turn up the light. Now, the more you turn up your light, what do you think is going to happen? You're going to attract good mm. things so yeah. if you're got an abusive partner and you turn up your light what do you think is going to happen he's going to either suddenly change or he'll yeah. be that repelled by your life he'll run for his life and you won't yeah. see him again yeah so, yeah so that, that that is the onus is on us to turn up the light and rem and keep looking in at how wonderful and beautiful we are we, we, we are all extraordinary if, if i could only open the eyes of everyone to see what's there right now yeah. A lot of people will freak out. They go, wow, because every single one of us has got the soul is just more brighter and more beautiful than anything you've seen in a movie or anything. That would be such, such a gift to give to people. I know that in my, uh, in my past, you know, I had this sense that, you know, a knowingness that that was within me, but, I don't know. It was like I was waiting for somebody else to show it to me. You know, we, we look for others to see that light in our, in, in us and to validate our value. And that, that's one reason why I've called the podcast Tiara's Tears and Triumphs is because I want women to own that they have that innate value that we all are royal that's what we are deep down inside and that doesn't mean that we um we lord over each other that means that we serve each other fully and you know that gives us freedom and it gives us grace and it gives us dignity and it gives us all of those qualities that we need to live a beautiful life 
And that's what I'm, uh, you know, asking women to rise, to rise up out of that place of darkness and come into the light that is their light. Just as we would honour a king or a queen, if that's what we're into, the, the highest calling, the highest calling is to honour the divine within. And, and that means self-care. And Kathy's huge on this and even assisted me with this, that the, you've got to do things that care for yourself, that make you feel good, whether it's have a salt bath or go to the gym or, or do some craft or you know, do some beauty stuff whatever it is you need to honor your being your physical being honor your emotional being your mental being and your soul and and really honor yourself and the more you honor yourself um in a it's not selfish it's actually by, by honoring yourself to the highest level you then you turn up your light when your light turns up you're a better mother you're a better parent you're a better friend you're a better wife you you're a better contributor to society so it it's first place for mums particularly is them second place kids third husband uh but it often it's not in any of that order at all in fact that's no. not place that's absolutely right it's you know women um often put themselves down the bottom of the list of priorities and they put everybody ahead of themselves and yeah and that's a vicious cycle to get into um kathy can you please share some of what you do to focus on self-love well i i was gonna say too part of the a segue of what we were just speaking about is you know i maybe the more i live the more it seems to become clear that we we are a divine spark of this amazing light whatever words or labels we use to describe all that you know is is up for many possibilities but as i've recognized that all of the experiences have provided opportunities for me to remember the divinity of myself so it again in that beautiful spirit of gratitude okay wow so maybe part of what this life is is really who am i and wow look at what i can feel inside and what i can see inside and sometimes it's easier to see that in another person well what is that that's a mirror for me that's yet another blessed opportunity to see wow okay so how can i stand in the fullness of myself or remember the fullness and the divinity well part of how that happens is by listening to the heart the, the heart that is part of all that is this love in action okay so to thine own self be true within that heart oh well today man i'm just for whatever reason i want to go put my feet in a babbling brook or in there's this beautiful water fountain i just want to sit there and just be one with the water and just 
and maybe nobody else understands. But for me that day, that was what my heart called for. And I would allow myself to go do it. It may be for two minutes. It may be for three hours. I may take a journal with me, whatever the call is for to be okay with myself in that moment, allowing what the heart is speaking. And I say, yes, 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 beautiful heart. We shall do that. And you know, it, it may be, man, it's time to get the hair done. It may be, I've read this book 15 times, but chapter 35 is my favorite. And I really am nourished every time I read it. I'm going to sit down with that chapter. That's fantastic advice, Kathy. And I don't think that we can do enough of that. And I think, you know, I'm just reflecting back to times in my life where I have, I've heard that voice within me and I've pushed it away sure. because I felt as though everything is so difficult that I just have to put all of my energy into trying to manage all the difficult things and I'll just have to try and get to that self-care thing when there's some space for it. But you know what? That space was never there because I was always occupied with trying to pick up the pieces of the brokenness that my life was at that time. And I know, you know, like hindsight's a beautiful thing because it gives us an opportunity to look back and see those mistakes that we've made along the way and I know now that I could have done things differently and I just I share that now because I want other women to know that if that's the way that you are feeling now please learn from my mistake and please listen to that voice and if you can't get to a beautiful babbling brook then if it's just getting out, uh, having a little foot bath, you know, do that five minutes, just five minutes. There has to be five minutes in your day that you can just let everything else go and just give five minutes time to yourself and nurturing yourself. So I just encourage you to please, 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 please just do something, even if it's a small thing, something is better than nothing. A lot of what I understand you're talking about in the abusive relationships is the destruction and, and the, this energy, I'll call it a destructive force. So if our life, when it's in flow, you know, when you meet the right person in the right place in the right time, we call this the synchronistic mm. flow, synchronistically. If our life's not flowing synchronistically, and we're in this abusive relationship and we get a prompting to do something and we don't do it. Is there a chance we are feeding the destruction? And I know what I'm saying. It's a big thing to say. It's a big thing to say. And I'll just say that there's truth in what you say from my experience. So I'm yeah. not going to speak on behalf of anyone else when I yeah. say yeah. this, so, but, so, so. but for myself, Brent, I know that 
be, I, there's this, um, there's shame. Okay. We'll just talk about shame mm. for a minute. Okay. Because shame is a huge, there's a fear and then there's shame. And I, I, they're the two like powerful, you know, negative forces mm -hmm. that are really compounding the actual situation that you're dealing with. And shame is not just the shame that you feel from other people that other people might be thinking about your life being in this mess that it is. It's the shame that you have from within yourself that you haven't managed to do a better job of controlling mm -hmm. what's going on in your life. And that then is like your, you know, we all have the key to unlock the door to, you know, take us on another path. But when we're in that situation and we're feeling that shame, we kind of like beat ourselves up on top of already being beaten up because we've allowed ourselves to get to this place. So there's my, my little, mm. um, yeah. So, so all of those things are to do with, the mind and the emotions and they are all uh, perpetually creating a facade a facade so strong that we convince ourselves that this is our reality i'm not saying someone right now is not in a what feels like a very harsh horrific reality i've been in the middle of those realities and i guess i'll share this now um what I learned very quickly, because I'd practiced a lot of what I'm preaching, fortunately prior in that six years between when I was involved in crime and when I handed myself in, I just regularly went to stillness and I would be in the middle of turmoil. I would have probably what sometimes some of the most evil men that you have ever met wanting to kill me and all sorts of things. And I'd just pray and meditate and get myself still and then go for a walk or do some art or and just stay active and positive, even though my mind had a tumult coming at me of, they're going to get you, they're going to kill you today, something bad's going to happen, or someone would say, I hate you, I'm going to kill you. It, just, it was like walking in a nightmare, and you couldn't get away, because you, you're locked in this maximum security, you can't get out. Uh, so I imagine it was very similar conditions, but I just kept going, I don't know how, God's going to do something. I don't know how, something good's going to happen. And you know what happened constantly for 15 years, for 5,533 days. So that's a pretty long time. Like you can't say it's coincidental for it to be the same all that time. For the whole time, for 15 years, miracles happened. Men would intervene. Someone would come up to me and go, oh, such and such is just talking bad about you. They're going to do something bad. We stopped them. And that, that would happen hundreds of times. Once three men did come, they did beat me up. I woke up in a pool of blood a meter across and yet although there's some broken bones and things and three weeks four weeks later you could hardly tell you couldn't really tell but then two years later i was talking in the ways we talk now to a very dangerous underworld figure and he looked at me and he said don't you ever tell anyone this don't say my name but two weeks prior to those men beating you up i turned my life to christ and he said christ told me they're about to kill you. So I went in and stopped them when you were knocked out and stopped them actually killing you. So when we turn our life to the supernatural power of God in the most horrific circumstances where everyone's trying to kill us, in my case, literally, um, God just intervenes every single time. 
never fails. I don't have any scars. You can't even tell that I, I can, you know, you could, I, I've got photos in one of my books of what I look like and I'm going to show you all of it's a miracle. But that miracle was perpetual. Every single time God intervened and something happened and the ones, in my, the ones that were problems either became my friends or were suddenly removed to another prison. And so in an abusive relationship, the same thing's going to happen. They're either going to become your friend and become better or God's going to remove them. But the onus was on me. The onus was on me to keep praying, to keep going, I don't know how God's going to fix it and to get out of my dialogue of fear and to get out of my dialogue of shame and to get out of my dialogue of guilt. Mm. Every time guilt and shame and fear rise up, they plant a seed to attract someone to abuse you more. Mm-hmm. Mm. If you don't, if you don't say something to counter it, if you mm. don't do something. So the onus is on us. We've got to go, I don't know how something good's going to happen. I don't know how God, please help me. But like, you don't have to know how. In yeah. fact, I've got a phrase I say, I don't know how, where, when, or why, but God's about to shift things positively. I don't know how, where, when, or why this relationship is going to get sorted out. Now it's yeah. sorted out must either mean they become better or they're removed. Yeah. It's a, a fantastic prayer. Um, and I, you know, I also use the serenity prayer to, you know, ask God to grant me the yeah. courage to, exactly. Beautiful yeah, prayer. yeah, it is a beautiful prayer. So yeah, prayer is very powerful. And, um, for those people who don't, you know, believe in God, what advice would you have for them? Well, well if we look at the Dalai Lama and I've studied Buddhism, uh, it's based on the universe. It's based on a universe that uh, clearly has cause and effect. All right. It doesn't matter what you believe in Darwinism, whatever. We know that the energy you put out, it just comes around. Now people say, Oh, oh but you know, uh, bad things happen to good people and stuff. If you bring me those good people and, and we listen to their dialogue, what they're thinking and saying, we'll go, well, that of course that's happening to them. All right, now, I'm, I know that this sounds harsh because some of these ladies here are going, well, I don't do anything bad. I'm good and I'm being abused. But somewhere in your consciousness, and it might be your grandmother and then your mum and you have been got this dialogue you've got to get rid of. We manifest our destiny. Mm-hmm. Now, is there growth in an abusive relationship? Sometimes some souls will go through an abusive relationship for a while so they can get compassion and empathy. Then they can become a counsellor doesn't mean you need to stay in that abusive relationship. Mm. It might be you had to experience some of it and you go, great, thank you very much. Thank you for all these great lessons. And get out of it. We are not here to be punished. We're here for our soul to grow. So, yeah, yeah. So Mm -hmm. the onus is on every person listening today, all of you ladies, get your mind and tell your mind, I control you, you don't control me. Yeah, that's very powerful. Yeah, yeah. you're going to have a tumult of negative uh, stuff come up because you've been thinking like that for how many years? Mm. It might might keep coming up. I still get negative thoughts. And then I have to go, no, Mm. some good's about to happen. And then my Mm. mind goes, no, it won't. Stop thinking this is new age rubbish, you twit. And I go, no, (laughs) I know something good's going to happen. Why do I know something good's going to happen? Because that's what keeps happening. Grace keeps happening. I've got, and you've got to remember when grace has happened to you. Yeah. Or when grace has happened to a friend, remember that and focus on that. Focus on the, the great, good, miraculous interventions as your dialogue. And then so would you, yeah, would you um, suggest, you know, that you have 
prompters somewhere to help you to, you know, visually connect or something like that. So that if you're, you know, you're catching yourself out and you're in a negative mind shift, but you're just like, oh, I know I'm supposed to be having a positive thought to counteract this, but I, I can't bring one up in my mind right now. You know, what would you suggest in that situation? Yeah, I, I think nowadays everyone's got a phone. So you can have even on your, as soon as you open your screen, you know, I don't know how, where, when, or why, something good's about that. Mm, yeah, yeah. Uh, 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 something like that. Um, uh, our website, anahadakarma.com, if you scroll right down the first page, we do have some of these affirmations there you can download. And, Fantastic. Yeah, and that, I, I, I'm a big believer in not just abused people. Let, let me tell you, why do I know all this? I know all this because when I was 15 years old, I read the autobiographies of the most successful and richest people in the world to discover, well, why are they like that? And I discovered at the age of 15, I read hundreds of these autobiographies and biographies. Um, I'm like a bibliophile. I just, I, 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 I absorb books. And, and I discovered nearly all of them did the same thing. And that was affirmations. Nearly all of them were having these detrimental thoughts. And the majority started to say positive affirmations, positive things. But we need to just get the context right. Not, not hopefully one day things will go well, because that's actually always tomorrow, because we're always yeah. in now. We're never in tomorrow. Tomorrow will be in now. And, and so it's, I don't know how we're when I want, but something good's happening now. I don't know how we're when I want, something good's about to overflow my cup. Like, it, 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 we've got to keep it very present yeah. as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's very good advice. Uh, you know, I think there's affirmations are great, but it's it's knowing how to empower those affirmations. The which... the emotion the emotion attached to it actually that's that, that's the most important bit that I addressed very early on today. That because when you're in fear and shame and guilt, you're attaching this really impressive emotion to it, and yeah. then you it, it it actually can create a new synapse pathway in your brain. That's yeah. a fact. They're yeah. programming yourself to be more shameful. So we need to program ourselves with a strong emotion of joy. Now, if somebody cannot bring joy up, and there are plenty of you who will watch this, who will go, well, I can't bring joy up. Uh, then think of something that once gave you joy. Everybody's had moments of joy. Yeah. Think of that. Remind, remind yourself of it. Get the emotion of joy flooding up and then go, I don't know how we're going to watch something good's about to flame and happen. We all go through dark times. When we do, we often feel alone. This is a safe space for you to come and look for some light. I'm a survivor of an abusive relationship and for a long time I had no voice because I was too scared to speak up and speak out about what was happening to me. I couldn't see a light at the end of the tunnel, but when I turned a corner in my life, the light started filtering through and I left my old life behind. I am here now to help other women feel seen, heard and valued. I'm reaching out with my light shining on you to help you find your way out of the darkness. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. A note of encouragement. If you are struggling with your mental health, please reach out for support. 
with some form of counselling. If you don't know where to start to find a counsellor, a good place to start is to talk with your doctor. There are also many online counselling supports available. And a word of advice, if the counsellor is not a good fit for you, try another. And if you need to, try another until you have one that is the right fit for you. Tune in again for the Tiara's Tears and Triumphs podcast, helping women who have been hurt to heal and grow, hosted by me, Sandy J. This program provides a safe place to work on inner peace and a strong mindset, spells out how to spot the red flags, advises on ways to stay safe and work on effective safety planning, gives tips on how to look after you when things are tough, teaches empowerment strategies, acknowledges life's challenges and explores ways to meet these challenges head on to go from surviving to rising to striving and finally to thriving. The show includes interviews with other survivors who have come out the other side, who share their stories and insights, as well as interviews with therapists and people working in support roles. I am a survivor and I use my experience and skills to help other women like me. Please listen and be uplifted to rise in this safe space where dignity, kindness and compassion are treasured. And don't forget, if you need some support, I am here for you. I don't want any woman to suffer alone in silence. I don't want any woman to feel oppressed and feel that there is no way out. I want you to know that you can turn a corner. I am a life change facilitator. I help women regain control over their lives. You can find me at sandyj.com.au. Hey now, can you just pause a moment before you go? Because I need you to share your light and leave a review. Can you just take a quick minute to leave a review in iTunes to let other women know this is a show they can trust? It would mean the world to me if you could help shine a light for someone who can't see the light at the end of their tunnel. I need you to do this for someone else who needs some support and encouragement. If you like this show, please subscribe and you will automatically be updated with future episodes when they are released. And please share this podcast with anyone you know who it might help. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Sending you lots of love and light and above all else, wishing you well. You are brilliant. Keep shining. Stay safe, Sandy.